You never know when or where you'll get inspired. Sometimes it's your friends, sometimes your family, a comedian, a stranger, or even that man on the street. Walks of Life is a show that aims to explore the thoughts, stories, and perspectives of different people like you and me from all walks of life. This is Danny Frank's Walks of Life. Check, check, check. Grab that. Talk into it? Check, check. Hear it again? Can you hear it good? Yeah. Okay. Okay, Grandpa, can you hear me? Yes. Okay, we're recording. One second. Let me get on the floor. Okay, so... Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. You can either look at me or you can look at the camera. doesn't matter. Yeah, either way. Um, one second. So I'm going to talk a little bit first, and then we'll go into the questions. Okay. The questions are going to be... Um, you know, is there something you don't want to talk about? What's your name? Where'd you grow up? What'd you want to do? Where'd you live? How'd you meet grandma? Yeah, I can talk about all that. What was it like growing up on a ranch? Yeah. I, I was tough when I was about eight years old. Okay. And then don't say anything. Well, just keep in mind, we're recording. So try not to say anything too embarrassing or too bad. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Try not to. It's okay uh, if you do. But I will start from when I was eight years old. Okay. And as I grew up on, on, on a, in my life, from yeah. the time I was eight. Okay. So, that uh, sounds perfect, Grandpa. Okay. Well, thank you for coming for uh, coming anyway, Grandpa. Is there anything you don't want to talk about? No, I'm here to talk anything. Talk about anything? Okay. Yeah. Just the only thing is try to talk into the microphone. Huh. Okay. Yeah. The whole time, uh, if you can, be right over it. Like this? Like that. So what I do is I put that on my chin. Oh. And you hear how it's louder? Yeah, I hear you okay. Okay, can you hear yourself? Yes. Z, Hello. okay. Hello? Yeah. Well, I can hear my story. It kind of bounces back, but... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, Grandpa, thank you so much for coming with me. And uh, thank you to everybody else that has been tuning in. I know we were on a brief break uh, for a little over a month there, you know, just processing things. Uh, getting away from social media and just taking a step back from creating stuff in general. You know, there's so much crazy stuff uh, on the news that it was tough to keep going. But uh, now that we are back and in full force, I intend to make this an awesome season. So if you haven't already, subscribe, uh, share with your friends, and listen to as many of the back episodes as you can. Again, my name is Danny Frank, and this is Walks of Life. Mm-hmm. All right, Grandpa. Um, well, I don't call all my guests Grandpa. 
uh, just this one. The uh, person that I've got on the show today is somebody that I look up to. He's been kind of a hero of mine. In a lot of ways, he was like a father figure when my dad wasn't around. So in a lot of ways, like, I modeled myself after this guy. And uh, he's probably one of the hardest working, most genuine, nice people that I've ever met. And I can't wait for you to get to hear his story. Um, but without further ado, what's your name? Ramiro M. Cantu. What's the M stand for? Macias, my maiden, my mother's maiden name. Oh, okay. Your mother's maiden name was uh, Ma Macias. Macias. And so it was yeah. Jesusa, right? Jesusa. Grandma Chewy. Yeah, Grandma Chewy. Mm -hmm. And uh, there were eight kids, seven kids in our family. Seven kids in your family? Mm -hmm. Can you name them all? Uh, <laughs> no, less, seven kids in our family. Yeah. And uh, I was raised in, uh, actually born in Lockhart, Texas. You're I always thought you were born in I was in born Sugarland. in Lockhart, Texas, which is a, a county of Houston, like okay. LA, you know. And uh, we were raised in the cotton farm. We were all cotton pickers. In other words, I was little then, you know. Uh -huh. And uh, my father, he... Well, what time, when, when was this? Like, what year? About... Oh, well, I was, I was about, well, I must have been about eight, maybe. All right. Yeah. And this was back in, so like, we the were 40s? All, yeah, my father, he was a... Uh, uh, Number one cotton picker, because they used to pick up our, on the sacks around 200 pounds yeah. you know, and drag them around the fields, you know. And uh, what happened was, in those times, the government would furnish the land and this and that, and then you would w work out of it, and you actually end up paying the money back to the government. But you were actually living more like a lease. Yeah. Like a lease. And so it was like you were leasing yeah. the land and yeah, you were Yeah, so my folks, they used to both pick cotton, mm -hmm. and people would say, well, who was your babysitter? I said, my mother. How can she? She's working out there in the cotton field. Well, I used to get on top of the sacks when they pick cotton, and they keep adding up, and I was just riding on the sack while they're picking cotton with my mother, you know? So the whole time they're <laughs> yeah, picking cotton? Yeah, she used to drive me around, and now with a babysitter, you know? And at that time, we used to live in that farm there, you know? But I was, I was born in Lockhart, you know? But all this, this uh, I'm not quite sure, but I believe that was... Uh, Sugarland was a cotton area there, you know, but I was up at that stage where I can remember things, mm -hmm. and uh, I even remember when. Uh, so you lived in Lockhart, but or you I were born, born in Lockhart, Lockhart but and, you lived in Sugarland. Yeah. Okay. We, we, well, Sugarland, and we, they had a farm. They planted cotton, uh -huh. acres and acres of cotton, you know. And at that time, you know, we didn't we didn't suffer the recession because the recession was, in, I believe, it was 1929. So you, you know? just missed it. Yeah, right? just missed it. And so uh, the dust bowl so was over. So we didn't need no money. Everything was grown up on the fields. You had the livestock. You had the vegetables. You had everything in there, you know, so you didn't need the money. Mm -hmm. And that's the way. So we were all actually always poor, you know. But you lived, so you were poor, oh, but yeah. because you lived on a farm, it was like you were rich because you had exactly, all your own stuff. Exactly. So money wouldn't make any difference to us, Yeah. you know. And uh, at the same time, the government used to make them Burn some of the cotton to keep the price down. And it wasn't like you were working on somebody else's ranch. No, no, it was the they were leasing it, it to you uh -huh. to maintain. Exactly, acres and acres of it, you know. Wow. And uh, I remember my father that even because it was so hot, you could hear him working at night because in the daytime it was so hot. Yeah. Plowing and doing all those things, you know. And uh, and I do remember there were some cousins since it was a farm. Uh, they had an old chicken coop there, you know, mm -hmm. 
in one of these uh, big snakes, they call it, uh, uh, it has a name, but I can't pitch quite or something like that. It's a, it's a egg type of snake, like to mm -hmm. eat eggs from the, from, from the chicken there, you know. Mm -hmm. In other words, this one here was inside the chicken coop. So my cousin, since we all live around each other, they are pretty close, mm -hmm. they, got a, they, they got a wire and tag it around the, 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 the snake and yanked it out, you know, mm -hmm. and the whole chicken coop came down. Oh, man. <laughs> and all chickens scattered, you know, after we got the snake, after they got the snake out, you know. I was a little so guy then, you know. so surreal to me. So you were a kid. Yeah, I was only a little guy, you know. And you're messing with snakes. Yeah, and, well, like, no, that was nothing. That was no big deal, no. Really? And at the same time, I was raised with, with my cousin, Daniel. Yeah. Macias on my mother's uh, brother's family, you know. Side. Yeah. And uh, we were raised like brothers all the time, you know. And... Uh, we used a lot to see, if you see a car, man, that was something, you know, man, just look at it, you know. So cars so we, are pretty yeah, new? Yeah, just an old car that somebody would come to visit, you know, very seldom had a car. Were cars new? Oh, no, it was a car, just a car, like some visitors came by, you know. What's I'm saying, were cars brand new? No, just a car, just that's a family rare? car. No, that was just a family car that came to visit. But was it rare? I'm saying cars, you saw cars all the time? Well, not that often, though. Yeah? No, okay. so when you saw them, it was something straight. So this cousin, or uncle or somebody there used to visit us. Yeah. Okay. And me and Daniel, what we did was we, we were always going against each other. Uh -huh. Okay. And out to each other. So what we used to do is we got on back of that bumper when this uncle was leaving and uh, the streets were kind of, they had just put kind of like gravel because they weren't paved, you know. Mm -hmm. And we, we used to push the car while it started to run and think it could last there longer, you know. What do you and, mean? Like hold yeah, when the car's taking up. And then we were all going, well, my cousin, he dropped up, but I couldn't let go, you know, I was stuck on the bumper, you know. Oh, no. And finally, when I let go, I rolled up on the gravel, and I had blood all over my front, because it was my scrape. Yeah. And then my cousin comes over, and she looks at me all bloody, and I can say, you won. And then, <laughs> know, I dropped, my front was all scraped, you know. And then he said, you won. And I said, okay, he goes, oh, of course I was crying, too, you know, because I was scraped, you know, all over the front. Since we were going like this, you know, I was going like that on the car. But well, at least you won. Oh, no. I, I, I didn't want to tell nobody, but my mother saw me all of crazy up, you know, all up front. Aye, all up, the streets were gravel. So I was scratched up, you know, on the front part, you know. And then he comes over to tell me I won, you know. <laughs> so that was one That was one thing that happened, you know. So w did they just, gr did they always live in Texas or did they come from Mexico? No, they, or? no. My, my folks migrated from uh, Mexico. Uh -huh. uh, one was from uh, I was Calientes and my father from Rebellion. They were born over there. Okay? Uh -huh. They migrated to Texas and then they started, uh, I guess, at Lockhart, you know. And then where and were I, their parents from? No, yeah, when I was born in Lockhart and then Chukerland, they had the, all, the, all the farming and mm -hmm. all that thing. And then from there, they moved to Houston. Mm -hmm. And that city of Houston. Like Houston was just like LA. It was like LA, you know. And the rest of the cities were part of it, you know. And uh, so we live in Houston, and uh, I can still remember my mother's, because we, we never had a house. We were always renting, you know, trying mm -hmm. to rent. But we used to live with my, my, my uncle, mm -hmm. my, my favorite uncle, Tio Nicolás. That, that's something else I'll tell you about. And uh, we, moved, we moved to Houston, and I still remember when my mother and my, and my, mother, my mother and me used to walk down the tracks looking, you know, to houses to rent. You know, I was a little guy there, you know, right through the track, you know. And uh, 
I remember seeing the papers, a newspaper flying around there, you know, like the, like the Times, you know, and I look at the headquarters and they say something about Roosevelt dying, Franklin D. Roosevelt, mm. president. I do remember that, you know, because the wind was blowing the papers, you know, mm -hmm. and he's the president there or something like that. And uh, now we were looking for a place to, to sleep, you know, and or, you or to, to live. And is that, you said, and that's the time you started living with your Tio Nicholas? And then we started living there in, in Houston. Well, well, tell me about the T.O. Nicholas. What's so special about him? Well, he's a, he's a man that uh, I was going to go on a little further because I was the young then, you know, mm -hmm. but I would be taking you to now get older. As well, my ice cream point, yeah, you know? tell me. Tell me your way. Well, he's... Uh, <laughs> Talk into the top if you can. Perfect. There well, uh, he's... Uh, to me, he's always, a, he's always a, a man, you know, that uh, knows it all, I guess, and so I, I took after him, you know, and... Uh, <laughs> no, I'm not really, you know, that was something like that. I was always thinking. And so anyway, when we moved to when we moved to to California, okay, we came on a train, you know, and at that time they had a lot of soldiers because it was during the war, you uh -huh. know. And we came on the on the train to LA, you know, to to LA. And from there they brought us to to Compton. My my uncle had moved before. They came ahead of us, mm -hmm. you know. And uh, when we moved there, you know, there was nothing, no house, no nothing, just airplane, a little Compton Airport. And you could count the houses in, in, in your hands, you know, because uh, everything was just lots, arms and things, but actually just empty, empty lots, you know, a long time ago, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, I still remember when uh, every year in Compton, they used to have a plane show. Mm -hmm. And uh, me and my cousin, we were riding our bikes, and uh, up close to the airport, you know, and we see these planes, those two-winger planes, which I always loved, you know. There was three of them. They were practicing for the show, mm -hmm. which the next would be the show, you know, next day. And we saw these three planes going up and down, and then they went up, circled, and then they came full straight down, you know, and the middle one didn't go up. It went straight, made a hole, it crashed. Oh, And no. me and my cousin went in our bikes. You know, we were the first ones there, you know. Yeah. And we... Uh, so that lady looked like a hole on the ground, but it looked like little kids because they were buried there. Actually, they <laughs> made a hole when the plane crashed because it came straight down, you know. And uh, and I could see, still see one of the wheels rolling, you know. Aye, After aye, we aye. got there, one of the wheels was still rolling by itself, you know, because it came up, you know. Could have been Richie Valens for all you know. No, 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 really. And, and it surprised me, you know, because we saw it. We were yeah. the first one there because we were on the field. And we used to like to go in that field because we would go hunting for rabbits, you know. Well, hold on. Before we get too far into L.A., what, tell me more about Texas. Oh. Because we, we didn't finish the Houston thing. So. No, well, you, you, I was going to tell you about my uncle, you know. Yeah, but tell anyway. me. Well, well anyway, go okay, I'm telling there. you about Texas. Okay. And, yeah. uh, and, uh, what the, well, I'll tell you about, uh, about Sugarland, you know. Okay. Most of my relatives, we all live pretty close to each other, you know. And that's when they knocked down the chicken coop, you know. Mm -hmm. And me and my cousin, we saw like we saw a snake crawling, rolling around the street there, you know. It was on the snake; they had swallowed something, and we tried to help her by pushing the whatever it swallowed out. It was a dead rabbit, you know. Mm -hmm. But the snake died, you know. But we chopped it up, you know. You know, <laughs> and we were so stupid; we didn't know what it was, so we took it out. You know. But to us, that meant nothing, you know. Snakes, leaves, you could live with you. If you saw a snake, you kick it in the butt or something, you know. You won't <laughs> worry so about funny. it, you know, and things like that, you know. But I do remember my sister Cello. She 
everything, in other words, my grandmother, she was the, the doctor of the house, you know, the old fashioned wife, you know. And my sister, she, she swallowed some, some water from a little can or something, you know, and it was kerosene, you know. Mm. And she started coughing and this and all that, I do remember. But I thought she was going to die, you know. And, but that didn't happen. My, my, aunt, my grandmother took care of that, you know. They made her throw up, you know. They made her throw oh, up? Oh, yeah. She came out okay, you know. And uh, I do remember my, uh, my cousin, my, my, okay, my father, at that time, he had a, an old model eight. It's mm -hmm. an old girl. It wasn't new, but it was a model eight, early porches. And uh, actually, it, it belonged to my uncle then, you know. And he, uh, uh, let's see, he, my, uh, my uncle, that was my uncle's car. And uh, they t he told my, my dad to fix that. He was going to wash his hands to go fix the gasket, you know, and put that on there, you know, put that gasket on. And then so my daddy went and put it, you know. And then my dad, my uncle, you know, he, after he watched his sense, he come back and got into the car and, and, and asked my dad, you put that gas? Oh, yeah, I put it on. Oh, okay. You know? So he put that thing ready. They couldn't start the car, and it just kept popping and popping, you know? They even got a pair of mules to pull the car, you know? <laughs> and it just kept popping and popping. And so my uncle asked my dad, you know, he said, hey, did you put that thing there? I said, yeah. Well, did you, did you cut the hole in the middle? I said, what hole? He said, you put the hole that goes for the carburetor, you know? He just put the whole thing. He didn't. He didn't cut the middle part. So he, he just put, put an gasket, engine inside. A gasket. So what could something that could go in, you know? And my father, you know. And so, at the same time, you know, that was at the farm, you know, and that happened to my dad. You know, so they finally took the car, put the hole, and he started right away, you know. And then, okay, that's what happened then, you know, at the farm. And then we moved to Texas, and when we moved to Texas. Me and my mother were looking for a place to like, uh, walk by hand on the, on the tracks. After when we moved to Houston, uh -huh. okay, we were looking for a place to rent, you know. But we were always living close to each other. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I still remember that uh, I saw you. I, I saw the papers flying, and it showed the president Roosevelt dying. I can still remember because the president, you know, after the president. And uh, so that, that had been. I must have been about eight, nine, and mm -hmm. that happened. And that means that we were living in Houston, okay? And I do remember that when we were living there, there was this hall, they call it, the, in Spanish, it's a catalog, uh, say, uh, let's see, uh, Salon Juarez. Salon Juarez, which means uh, uh, a, a, green, a green hall, mm -hmm. okay? And there used to be a market on the bottom, and there used to be a, a dent on the top. So that day, th after that weekend there, you know, they sent me to go get a, like on a Sunday, to go get a, some sweet bread, Mexican bread. Mm -hmm. And as I was walking there, it was muddy there, you know, I, I didn't want, I saw a five dollar bill, but that was money at that time, you know. And I just looked at it, but I didn't want to get it because it was dirty. So I went back to the, to them, got the bread, and I thought it was still there. So I went up there with my two little fingers to grab it, you know, and I finally cut, I brought it home all the way. What are you doing? That, you know, because you know? five bucks is five bucks, you know, at that time, you know. That was a lot, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you told me that your first car was like $11, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, but that was something different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's, uh, that's later in high that's school. That's crazy. So five dollars. So, that. so that's happened there. Yeah. And uh, anyway, we, uh, we used to 
live with that at this place where they hear the press rooms outside. And this lady had a, she had a little jar, you know, mm -hmm. always had some water, and we, we dumped it, and she finally complained to my mother. Well, we didn't know she was using the thing to, to, to wet the paper, you know, and they went and put their finger on me on that there, you know. <laughs> and so anyway, I, I, I still remember, I'm still talking here in Houston, where this little boy and me were fighting, and he beat me up. But then those houses were built with a kind of high from the ground there, you know, because it was always flooded. And uh, I waited for that little boy, you know, after he beat me up, you know, and I got a, one of those rose bushes, branches, mm -hmm. I threw it at him, and I, with, with everything, and it, and it hit him. And then they came out looking for me, you know, and I wouldn't get out of the, I, I got under the house, under the house, because the, the parents came over to argue with my father about what I did, you know, because he got all scratched, because I just hit a, threw a branch at him. And that happened there, you know, and that was at Houston, you know. And then from then on, not too long after that, we moved to California, you know. And Hold on, when you were living in Texas, you said you lived, didn't you always have your cousins that you lived with? Oh yeah, always. Didn't one call to talk about growing up on the ranch and all that lately? Oh yeah, no, well, well, we were all little, you know. Yeah. We were raised with there, you know. But I'm just saying, like, there's more there, because like, don't you have, don't you have a, a grand uncle well, that was a famous uh, accordion player? Uh, oh yeah, oh, well, you're talking about um, uh, Matteo Camilo. Camilo, yeah. Yeah, Camilo. Well, that's another side I was going to tell you there. But because he was inducted in 1987 in the Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. So I figured I would wait later on, you know, that. In the Hall of Fame for what, though? For playing accordion. Mm -hmm. He's in the same hall where you got uh, Salinas, that Hall of Fame for that kind of music. But he got inducted in 1987. And he's my father's brother. You see? And what was well, his my story? Father, and and uh, there were four brothers on my father's side. One was my tío Camilo, my tío Pion, my tío Roman, and my dad. Only four brothers and six sisters. Mm -hmm. It was a large family, you know. And uh, one of my, my, my father's sister, he used to, used to be Juanita. Mm -hmm. I used to be her favorite, you know. And uh, he used to send me little gifts all the time, you know. And she always liked me, you know. And uh, anyway, Camilo, I'm trying to think of that. Camilo used to play the accordion, and my dad too, but he was a little more famous. He used to play it better. And he, he used to have his own shop, mm -hmm. and he was well known up there in Texas. He was well known in Texas. And, uh, and he, he, was he made the Hall of Famous the Hall of Famous in Texas in 1987, you know? That's when he, he became the Hall of Famous there, you know? Yeah, and I think the, yeah. Uh, his nickname was the Scourge of Texas because he would play uh, all these halls in Austin. Yeah, he area. used to play in these malls. Yeah, and he got a small shop. And the thing that he was famous for, I think, is that he got into well, all well, that. Well, he, but he didn't record it. But he used, he used to teach, but he never recorded anything. Uh, not, I don't remember that part. If he no, did. no, he didn't. I, I know the story. He didn't. The no. thing that made him, uh, I think, really stand out was that. He played all these places, oh, yeah. but he didn't record a single oh, one because oh, okay. he didn't really care about the recognition. No, he didn't. And then even beyond that, what happened, I guess, is he gave his music to yeah. the people that later on yeah. would become the pioneers. You're right. You checked out Johnny pretty good. Johnny Delgadillo or whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I did read it about it. Yeah. And like that is really cool to me that like 
even when he got into the Hall of Fame, like he yeah. thought it was cool. Yeah. But he didn't want to be no, too he braggy. Didn't. So he said, No, he's just a plain guy. He's yeah. just a plain guy. And that's what he did, you know. Yeah, more of a teacher and a little chap. Yeah, like he did it for the passion. Yeah, of exactly, the joy you know. Right? And uh, he was one of these guys. He, he, he looked like a, like, a, like a white person. He had blue eyes, you know. <laughs> yeah. Not really. And his white complexion, you know. But brown soul. <laughs> yeah, and that's something. Yeah. Okay, that was then there, you know. But on that side of the family, it would be a long story, you know. But, but I was too little to remember that, so yeah. I can't really start on that, you know. And uh, all well, I, I mean, so okay, so you move from Houston, you go to LA, you're in Compton, right? Yes. Compton back then, you said. Yeah, it's, we moved to it's Compton. Very different. It's rural. It looks like the country. Oh yeah, we. Right? Oh it's yeah. So weird. I was I was stunned to see the airplanes because where we used to live, I we used, we used to live between tracks where where your 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 trains would back and forth, you know, and then uh -huh. we went to Compton. It was the airport, close to the airport, where you see those little planes, in, like Compton, the small planes uh -huh. flying, and then and then I said, "Wow, that's something else to see," you know. And all you could see where you see houses now, it's all but empty field, you know. And it's like dairy lands or oh nothing, there was nothing Just around. Nothing. You know? No, no, no. And no freeways. Oh, nothing. nothing. You didn't have roads or cesspools or that's or, crazy. or a tour line. No, 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 they didn't have that there, you know. And uh, we lived there for a long time, and we all used to pile up together, you know. And was it different going from Texas then to oh, the no, city? Oh, no, no, it was a much different thing, you know. That, yeah. that Texas thing was a, just, a, well, Houston was okay, but that was just a rented place for it, temporary. Yeah. But this one here, uh, you know, we, uh, when we moved to Compton, this was a house, and this was a city, and, and they would have some parades, in, but that would be in the town, you know. And that's so different than yeah, what you had before. Yeah, much different. Now we could say, "Wow, it's in there," you know. <laughs> but anyway, when we were up there, and I forgot to mention this, and my uncle, he had a car. Yeah. Okay, uh, it's a Ford, a Ford, uh, 1930-something Ford, four-door. Yeah. And it was storming weather, and we used to just we were so safe inside the house, we could look outside, and you could see some trees falling down, you know. <laughs> So anyway, one of the trees fell on top of my uncle's car, uh -huh. and and this, that car had wooden rims. It just <laughs> split over, you know. <laughs> and me and my cousin, we left our head up, and we got the biggest whip ever by my uncle. <laughs> yeah, but we didn't. You know, we thought it was funny, but he didn't. No, so he, he beat the shit. He, he beat the shit just bad. Him. Oh yeah, <laughs> I learned my lesson. But we were always together, you know. Yeah. And uh, so we 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 lived to we moved to Compton there, you know. Yeah. And. Uh, I mean, yeah, that no, that 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 happened. That happened at uh, at at uh, at uh, at uh, Sugarland, mm -hmm. and then we moved to that to to Compton. Houston. Then we moved to Houston. Oh, and then to Compton. Yeah, that was all happened in the farm. You know, we had yeah. to raise and all that. And uh, anyway, we moved there, and then from there on, there wasn't much action there because we didn't live there very very long. Yeah. And then from there, like I said, Houston is is like L.A. It's a county. Yeah. And we live, we live in Houston. Kind of like this the time suburbs. we live in Houston. But this other time when we were in Sugarland, and uh, Sugarland and Lockhart, they were Country. county part of Houston, but they weren't. You know, Houston was the main one. Yeah, it wasn't like very yeah. busy. And then, like I said, my my on my father's side, most of the family lived in the, in the capital of Houston. I mean, uh, Austin. Yeah, it was mm. Austin, which is the capital, you know, of Houston. But so I, I don't know much about that part, you know. Well, let's focus on the part you do, do know a lot of. Like, well, anyway, so before I get out of there, yeah, my favorite end was on my father's side. 
I was her favorite one, you know. And I was little then, you know, because according to my dad, I was an ugly duckling. Because <laughs> I had a brother, no, I had a brother, younger brother, uh -huh. who was born with, with the green eyes and curly hair and Ruben? quiet. Yeah, Ruben, that was my That's brother. So yeah, and, he and my father saw, and he saw my father saw that that little guy and me. He said I wasn't his son, you know. Really? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> He kept fighting, and like Trump is fighting to be elected, you know. <laughs> yeah, and my father he kept shaking his head, you know. Just wouldn't believe it, yeah. Anyway, my aunt, she's the one that, <laughs> she's the one that named me. Yeah. Uh, they used to call me uh, Ramidito. Okay, they used to call me Ramiro. Oh, they used to call me Milo with an M. Mm -hmm. Milo. Milo Melon. No, mel it's like a melon. Like melon head? Yeah. Mila, milo melon. Mil, milo melon. Two separate. Yeah. So, milo melon. You know. That's what she named me, you know. But anyway, that, that, that's a story about my dad there, you know. And that's so funny. He, yeah. Like, yeah he, I never he, knew that he loved oh, Ruben that much. That was Ruben. No, that was the other Ruben, yeah. Yeah. No, this one, that's the second Ruben. What do you mean there's a second Ruben? Yeah, the one that just had, he had to hit number two Ruben. What do you mean? Yeah, there was a I, Reuben before that Reuben. Yeah, he was father. He was me after me, but a couple of years younger than me. Wait, there was a Reuben before the, before you. Oh yeah. What happened to that Reuben? Oh, he died of some kind of sickness there. You know. I've never heard of that. Oh Reuben. yeah, yeah, that Reuben. That was the number one Reuben. Where'd that Reuben go? Oh, he died. He was a couple of years younger than me. When did that happen? Like in the eighties? I don't think I ever heard, even heard of that guy. Oh, that was, that happened after we were in the farm. How did he die? I don't know. Could have been rheumatic fever or something. So you had a younger brother named Ruben that died on the farm. Yeah, a couple of years younger than me. How the fuck did you forget yes. that? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. And that, I, I was a. And then he had another son and named him Ruben. Yeah, but that was that was in nineteen fifty. So, <laughs> so that's a different. Yeah, that, that I, was in nineteen fifty. So only we just get out of the farm there, you know. I didn't know that. Yeah. There was another yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I Ruben the two, the second. <laughs> yeah, and, he, and okay, I okay, was I was so two years I was about two years older than the other one. Okay, so okay, you moved so to Compton. Yeah, that way Is I would have been. He would have been uh, 80, 83. Yeah, because wow. I'm gonna be eighty-five. Does my mother another brother? This? I don't remember if she did. I don't or not. think you oh, ever yeah, mentioned oh, this yeah, stuff. Yeah. You don't talk about yeah. that. And not only that, I had a, a <laughs> I even had another sister, and the Who story. Was she? Oh, Senovita, she was about, not, I think she was born in 1946. Uh -huh. And we never knew about her, you know? Uh -huh. And I, from what I hear, there's a chance that my mother, either mother sold them to get money or something, or, 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 or she just said that she died. What do you mean sold her? Well, for, for like slavery? Yeah, probably to somebody that need a kid. Seriously? Yeah. Or like adoption? Yeah. Or slavery? adoption, better yet, make it adoption. Yeah, slavery and adoption, two no, very different uh, things. Make it for adoption, okay? And then we, I was trying to, we were trying to trace that, and she, apparently she's still alive, but we don't know. Her name is Tenovita, born in 1946, name? and uh, it would be Macias. Uh, yeah, no, it would be my father's name. It's my Cantu? mother's. No, it would be Cantu, my father. It, it would be considered my father. My father's the father. Yeah, I don't think I've ever heard any of this. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can trace that with Julian to find out about her, you know. <laughs> but apparently she's still alive. Yeah. And you you've never that? heard of her or talked to her? No. And then I just got a call from a, well, I'm going too far on there, you know. 
Well, anyway, yeah, no, I had a brother and a sister, and that sister's a mystery. That she's supposedly still alive that I never saw. Oh, wow. That she never came out of the hospital. It's possible she just never came to our house. Okay, hold on. We're getting too far. Yeah. We're getting too it, far. It's There's a lot it up. of stories. It's mixing it up. All right, so let's go back to Compton. Oh, Compton, okay. it's rural. There's plains. Uh, there's okay. nothing to do. Nothing with the rest. Okay. So back then, too, there was nothing to do in Compton. So you would, you and the guys, I think you would tell me, you drove to Lake Matthews, right? Oh, that's the thing. No, no, no. Or is that when you're a little older? Oh, no, no, when we were older. Okay. We, we, okay, let's move now when we move up to, to Compton. Sure. Okay. Uh, in Compton, we used to, well, we used to, like I said, everywhere you see there is a bunch of houses now, you know, and that airport trunk because they build houses on that lot there, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think we moved to Compton when I was about, oh, I would say about nine, nine, ten. I would say close to either one of those, you know. And uh, we could go anywhere, but you couldn't see no houses around, no nothing. Mm -hmm. And we, my, we used to live with my uncle, all piled up in that one house, but we were always close to each other, you know. And uh, if, even there where my, right there where my, my uncle used to live, Julie would pass through there one of these days and show you there was lots, and that's where they built a, a house, like half a lot, half a block from the, my uncle's house, or mm -hmm. even less, you know. And they built a house there, our first house, you know. And uh, so that's where we started in Compton. And at that time, we were young when we saw those planes come down, you know, because they were practicing for a show. Mm -hmm. In the middle, when they make it, it made just a big old hole on the ground, and the people were little, you know. I you say little, you mean well, they, smashed. Well, they, they shrunk because that's pain pack. Right. And it got, it looked like little kids in there, you know, because that mean pack, it just <laughs> They're smashed. Them. That's yeah. terrible. And I saw that, that woman, <laughs> hey, she had a beautiful ring. I almost took it, and I feel guilty if I would have taken it. Uh, yeah, because I yeah, can see her Yeah, because she's finger. a body. Yeah, well, she's dead. You know? But anyway, she, she had a beautiful finger. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't take it, you know. I didn't care, you know. And our kind of games, when we used to do was, uh, there used to be a, a place, it looked to be like a lake and trees around it. Yeah. And we used to go hunting. And they would have some tall trees. In our kind of way, we used to say, let's go hunting. Because it was like a pasture all around, you know, and that's uh -huh. a reservoir, I guess you could say, and trees around it. I said, let's go play uh, hunting and play Tarzan. Our way of play Tarzan was we go hunting for rabbits, mm -hmm. and then we go out there to the, to the trees. You'd climb and whoever, the tree? Yeah, I know. And I had, we had, uh, we had, before I go there, we had five friends. You had Peter, Felix, Jesse, Daniel, and me. Mm -hmm. Five all the time, you know. Hector was something else, you know. And we used to play Tarzan. So we used to climb trees, and they were tall trees. Whoever could climb the tallest and the other one would chop it down and be the winner. What do you, you mean? Know? Well, you climb so up you there, and the other got chop it down, and you come with it, you know. <laughs> And you just try to survive? Oh, yeah, well. That, you hold on? Oh, yeah, but you have to make sure you switch up opposite the tree. If the tree's going that way, you would up the opposite. Climb like a monkey, in other words. So when the tree comes, so you with the branches, smash it into the no, ground. With the branches, they just go like that, you know? So what happens if you don't jump in time? No, you don't jump. You get hung. You're hung up and go all the way with it. So you get hit into the ground? No, because you would flip on the opposite side. You what were, I'm saying, you're, though. You're, you're, oh, if the tree's like going down, you flip over to go on the on the top part, like you're on a horse, you're on the top and the tree's coming down. Gotcha. And the branches will hit down and they would never let you bounce because of the branches, you know? 
Yeah. And they would be like a spring day, you know. And that's their kind of way, you know. Or we would just put a big long wires from one end to the other. Because there was water in the middle. And put a pipe and <laughs> slide down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, only one person didn't let go. Of that. that part you have to let go. They didn't let go and just <laughs> hit the tree, you know. <laughs> And they, were they okay? Yeah, well, he was okay, you know, but his nose were all, you know, <laughs> <laughs> he got a clean nose. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was Jimmy. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and he said, he said, tell us after he, he plop, you know, he hit the tree. He said that's okay. It didn't hurt, you know. He went on his face, you know. No, but at that time you have to let go. But when you're on the tree, all you do is switch sides. Depends which way the tree is going to go. And none of and that seemed dangerous. No, I, I, I held a record on that. <laughs> oh, yeah, that part I hold a record. That's so funny. Yeah. And uh, when you told me before, too, when you guys would go hunting, you would play cowboys, right? Oh, yeah. And okay, this time here, when we, were, when, we were, when we were in the teenage area there, yeah. we, uh, we, used to, we used to go with, with uh, 22s. Guns. Twenty-two rifles, twenty-two rifles, huh? and guns. and we used to we used to go behind the rocks up to Lake Lake Matthews, and shoot close to the other guys to make them ricochet. So we, you would shoot at your friend? No, close to right them. Right next to your friend. Not yeah, at your friend. not at them. Close but to the rocks. Right next to them. Yeah. So anyway, off. anyway, <laughs> this guy, yeah, we used to just like the cowboys because at that time cowboys were in, you know. But you're using real guns. Oh yeah, twenty-two. <laughs> Yeah, 22. You had a 22 and you could use 22 longs or 22 shorts, you know. We could just, uh, that either one, you know. Yeah. But uh, they were good for rappers, you know. But we would shoot at the rockets. you're not worried about shooting no, each other. No, but here's the deal, though. Jesse's the guy that just passed away, you know, yeah. not too long ago. Jesse's uh, uh, ex-husband. That was Jesse, if you remember when we went to yeah, go. Yeah, Seen his father. Yeah. Okay. It was Jesse. Jesse... Uh, uh, Daniel and me, all three. Uh -huh. We went into Lake Matthews. So if you live in Compton, that's a long ways, you know. But we drove there with real guns on their chair. And we stopped at a place, a hamburger place, and just put the rifle there, eat a hamburger and all that, and take off. No big deal, you know. But we went out there and shoot real bullets, you know. <laughs> and uh, we, we used to love to see the things. You could see the things when it, the bullet hit the, rock, uh, the rocks, you know, pew, ricochet. But we wouldn't shoot at each other, you know. But there was one time that we heard Jesse scream, you know, and me and Daniel look at each other. Oh, you heard him? No, I didn't. Yes, you did. I heard him scream, you know. So we went out there because he was in a different location. Mm -hmm. And what happened was he, he jumped and broke his ankle, you know. Mm. But we thought we hit him, you know, and we were blaming each other. And he <laughs> got a broken ankle, yeah, because when he jumped, he hit the rock, you know. But Oof. no, we, we, we were shooting real bullets at each other, you know. <laughs> Yeah. And it, nobody said that this is dangerous. Nobody told you no, not to do no, this. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, nobody. That was not long video. At that time, even when kids play with cowboys, you know, they they use guns, cap guns, and they would make them pop. You know. Yeah, but even then, you weren't using cap guns. You were using no. Real guns. We were using the real rifles, twenty twos. <laughs> yeah, and they carried a, so they carried automatic twenty twos. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh man. Yeah, they were no BB guns, and they. <laughs> <laughs> and we used to use the long range because you had the twenty, the shorts, the longs. And you weren't a, you were afraid range or anything. The long range would go further. Huh? You weren't afraid. No, we never thought anything. We just make a ricochet, you know. That's and so that funny. And, and we survived that. Yeah. So that was that, you know. And it was the three of us, <laughs> and you know. But anyway, 
those people were my friends, you know. So, uh, so, so no, that, more, was, that was for real, you know. Tell and, me more about uh, Compton. And then Compton, okay. We uh, we were still we were still teenagers, you know. Yeah. That's when they used to have drive-ins, and you you could charge by the load, you know. And we used to go on Jesse's father's car. He had a big Chrysler. Mm -hmm. Get on the bottom, and they put a blanket on top. And we were little, so we used to just go in there for the right and see a free show. Oh, that was something, <laughs> you know. That was a drive-in, you know. And uh, <laughs> anyway, and uh, anyway, I used to. As a teenager, I used to, I used to do everything. I used to pick beans. I used to work on dairies. I used to pick tomatoes. I was always a hustler, deliver pays, you know. Mm -hmm. But then I got a job with this man. You know, he used to pick fertilizers, which is cleaning the corrals. Mm -hmm. At that time, in Compton, you had uh, you had uh, a lot of dairies then, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, Strange. his name was Joe. I'll tell you later about him. Uh, he was teaching me how to drive and all that thing, you know. And uh, he showed me how to drive a little tractor, a little Ford tractor. And I used to scrape the corrals while he used to unload and take the load somewhere else, you know, and I used to help and all that. Mm -hmm. And when he left me behind to to scrape the corrals and have the, the fertilizer ready, you know, which is dry, whatever it is, mm -hmm. is to be careful when you scrape to the type where the cars eat, when they get fed, you know, because mm -hmm. it's a cement fat there, you know, mm -hmm. and then he said, be careful right there because it gets pretty bad, you know, so be careful when you, and you back up and scrape forward, back up, scrape forward. Well, I kept looking at that because he told me, be careful, you don't, you don't go too fast because, you know, you'll splash it. Well, my God, my, my, my foot slipped, mm -hmm. I hit the puddles hard, and that, the, the, the back tires spin pretty fast and give me a good bath of even of what. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Over. It's, it's been, it was over, you know. Oh. Well, I was, I was, I was looking, make sure that it, I didn't drive that thing too fast. Yeah. But my foot slipped. It went fast and just <laughs> all the way, you know. And that was that, you know. And I, I mean, I had it all over myself. And that's, you know, what that is, you know. Oh yeah. They call it for that to be polite about it, but <laughs> uh, you know, it's poop. Uh, yeah, that's poop. <laughs> so that happened there. And then here's something else. Uh, at the same time, I was at the dairy, you know. I uh. I I used to go from different you, from different sections afterwards, you know, and I I unloaded another section to go scrape it because mm -hmm. he had the right to scrape, you know. But the problem is I didn't I, I didn't like it right after I got out of there, and they had the bull separate. How do you know that? He he got in with the house, the cows. He was running all over the cows, oh, and I didn't no, know that it was my fault. I didn't like it right. Yeah, he, they had him separate, but I didn't, <laughs> you know. I, I I think the one on the house I didn't I, I the the bull was separate but I didn't I didn't close the one on the house and the bull got away you know but right in there <laughs> and I could see cars running all over the place you know <laughs> but I didn't tell him what happened you know yeah they got that thing for reading but <laughs> I didn't look I didn't close that thing right you know you didn't say anything no I didn't say nothing no <laughs> no I just didn't the poor the bull bull run all over knocking <laughs> <laughs> cows knocking cows on their <laughs> On their butt, but I kept quiet about it, you know, <laughs> and this and that. But I didn't know, you know. <laughs> so that was when I was working there, you know. Anyway, yeah. as I was working that man, you know, I got up. I worked with him for about two years, you know, and uh, he was he was I was making five dollars a day. Okay. <laughs> nice. And uh, was that a lot or a little? 
oh, well, when I was picking beans, I, w I was, I was making 60, 60 cents an hour. Okay, you know? yeah. And, and this was a day, you know. So he was paying me $25 a week. That's pretty okay. good. Yeah, but then he got this, uh, this friend. They used to be a precision guy who worked with his brother yeah. on the same kind of business. He needed a job. So he hired him, you know, and paid him $7 and reduced my pay to $5. No, actually, he had given me a raise to $7, right? Mm -hmm. And then when he got this friend, he, uh, he, he reduced mine to back to five and that guy to, to seven, to pay that other guy seven and me five, you know? Mm. And I quit there, you know, and that was it, you know, that was the end of my career there, you know? But I worked with him for a couple of years, you know, but he helped me a lot, you know? So when anyway, all this is happening in Compton, and he used to live in the same street there, you know. Mm -hmm. So I just say thank you and goodbye, and that's what happened, you know. Anyway, going back to my uncle, because I'm still a teenager, mm -hmm. he's working on the car, okay, and I think I heard this from my dad, mm -hmm. you know. And this is He still was putting brakes, yeah, he put, he's putting brakes on the car, and he told me, you know, he had fit the brakes on one, on one side there, you know, mm -hmm. and he went to watch his sense, you know, and he told me, put the cap on the tire back. Oh, okay, uncle. So I went and put the tire back, you know, after he came back to go try it on, you know. He gets in the car. As soon as he turns around, the, t the tire comes off, you know. Oh, yes, Ramiro, he called me, you know, <laughs> in Spanish, you know. Did you put the tires here, uncle? Uh, no, did you put you the tuercas? That's the nuts in Spanish, Yeah. tuercas. I said, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's, you mean, well, he told me to put the tire on the cap, you know. And I just put the tire the and the cap, <laughs> and the turkey was sitting there without the nuts, and I didn't put nuts on it, you know. <laughs> he was you know, and he just, you know, put this good thing, as soon as he turned the wheel came up, that was on the front, you know. <laughs> because as soon as he met the youth, you know, he's looking for me, did I put that turkey, that's the nuts in, in English, you know. Yeah. All right, and I said, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I got yeah. back even, you know, and then I kept thinking, that when my dad with the carburetor came to me with that thing, so I must have heard that from him, you know. When my dad didn't fix the carburetor, yeah, you know, yeah. he was supposed to, when he put the gasket, he didn't put the hole in there, you know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and uh, like I said, I always, he always take me here, there for a ride, you know. And then I, as I got as a teenager, I had my own car. That's the one that I, I got for $11. And the story behind that is my cousin Richard, you know, cause like I said, we all live together. Mm -hmm. He liked a t-shirt. My mother bought me a t-shirt, an expensive shirt that she didn't even know that it was that expensive. So she, she was impressed to turn it back. So anyway, my cousin, he saw it and he went to borrow it. You know, he borrowed, it was a cashier, cashmere or something, a real expensive mm -hmm. t-shirt. You know? And he put it on, cause he was like a teenager ahead of my time. Mm -hmm. And then, I don't know if he either kept it or what, or he couldn't pay me for it. And he, he told me, Hey, Ramiro, you know, you remember the teacher you told me? He said, yeah. He said, I said, you know what? He said, I, I can't pay him. You want that car? I said, yeah, you know I can't afford it. Not even $11. $11? Yeah, that's for the teacher I borrowed from you. I never returned. Sure, I'll take it. Wow. And it was a 1938 Ford. And at that time, the 40s and 40-something, they were in style. Yeah. They would be like that or they would be like down. kind yeah, of. Yeah, he could just give me that. And I, I needed a fender. I went to the doctor and bought one, put it on myself. You know, this and that. It's pretty good. Yeah, but the reason for that is after I had the car, you know, I, I fixed the brakes before that, and I had a, I had a, 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 a big dent on the fender, mm -hmm. and I cut it off. 
interesting. Yeah, I cut the thing up, you know. You just put a new yeah, one. Yeah, I, I had no more down, you know, I just had to cut up. <laughs> and then I, I yeah. went up there on Long Beach Boulevard trying on my brakes. And uh, I put the brakes and I made a U turn, you know. Mm-hmm. And the cop saw me, you know. It was George, he was a, police, a policeman. They used to work part time in the show business at, at, uh, at the theater, you know, not at the much actor, just to be a guard there, you know. Mm-hmm. And he says, were you really going to make a turn there? He said, I said, no. He said, he said, he said because now you come, all of a sudden you change your mind. He said, he said uh, is there something wrong? No, no, he said, I just fixed them. Oh, you fix them yourself? Yeah, oh, yeah, he said, I fix them myself. He said, well, you know that uh, that fender you got there, he said, that's pretty dangerous. I said, why? He said, you could hit somebody and they'll get cut, this and that, you know. Uh, okay, and he looked at me and laughed. I would shake his head. He said, "Well, okay, you go." I said, "I'm gonna give you a ticket for the brakes." He said, "But you go uh, check your brakes again and 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 replace that fender." So right away, I went to the junkyard. Mm-hmm. You know, junkyards all over the place. But the fender for eight dollars and almost as much as people in the car. Wow. And I put it on myself, and it was a nice fender, mm-hmm. and uh, little by little, kind of fixed it, and it was still nice. The car looked nice. Yeah. And uh, so you I, and you saw the picture of it. That's the car right there on the picture, on the picture of where I'm in the car. Oh yeah, yeah. That car there. That's the that's the eleven dollar car, as you see it. Eleven that's or thirty, one of those. Yeah, I think it's eleven. And uh, so he gave me a break on that, you know. And uh, I guess uh, you have to turn the brakes right. I, I didn't need to make a U-turn when I put the brakes, you know. Mm-hmm. And the reason I put the brakes is because I was going to put the red light, but the car made a turn. And maybe going one way, and going straight, made a left. And he said, well, you're really going to make a left turn? <laughs> but he was real good. That was George. He used to work as a guard. And you knew the police? At the, in that theater, Compton Theater. So you knew the police out there? Yeah, yeah. So he was, you know. In fact, at that time, at, uh, there was nobody, all, all mostly Mexican and mixers and all that, you know, the races. Mm-hmm. And uh, Did you know that you were not white? Uh, Did you know you were not white? No, no, no. You he, thought, no, I'm saying like, like, cause back then they still had the the fountains and stuff, right? No, like you couldn't sit I, I in was, the front of the bus, right? Oh uh, yeah. Oh no. Like, where do you sit on in the bus oh, back in, then? In Houston, we used to go to the back. You, so that's what I'm saying. You can you no can't up sit here. In the front, up here, right? I don't remember if if it was any difference here, but in Houston, it was a same. They had three sections. Yeah. You, you had you had uh, uh, white Mexicans and black. Three, you know, that's and so uh, strange. yeah, and that's the way. But I never noticed yeah, like discrimination because we were most of the times on the farm. But that, the, yeah. the, and I used to see sections that were empty. You won't dare sit on their stage, you know. And in fact, I remember one time I was little, and uh, I could see in the back two, two, two black persons hanging on the back. As as soon as the bus was stopped, they get up, mm-hmm. but they were hanging on the outside. You know, driving. <laughs> Seriously? Oh, like, yeah. Because they would get that mad? Yeah, no. Because they did. They, they, they well, were no room on the back, inside. No, they were on the outside. That's terrible. And they were just getting the free ride. <laughs> That's terrible, though, because they can't sit in the front. No, they can't. Even if you have empty spaces. Didn't you tell me, too, that you realized that one day you were everybody was eating sandwiches, and then you realized you didn't have a sandwich? Yeah. You had a burrito? Oh, are you talking? Oh. No, no. I thought you told me that once... The, one time you realized everybody around you was eating a sandwich, and then you asked your mom or something why you never had sandwiches because you had burrito. Well, no, that, well, that's something. Yeah, well, we were for week enough for that thing, you know, and uh, my mother would make me 
uh, 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 potatoes and salad or something like that, right, you know, and beans and things like that. Because we couldn't afford it, something else, you know. That's the reason I had that, you know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and our biscuit and things like that. And, f- and, uh, and the other people would trade me because they wanted biscuits. They like biscuits, too. Mm-hmm. And uh, I- like if you can talk about food in high school, I had good etiquette, okay? Mm-hmm. And of all people, they picked me to go up there in front and show him how the forks go, how the goblet, how the dish, the forks, the ride, and everything, you know, put in order. And I told him clearly, in my house, we don't use forks. We, my mother just gets a big basket of tortillas, and you help yourself, <laughs> you know? Hey, everybody started laughing, you know? Sorry. I said, so you picked the wrong guy to tell you how it goes up. <laughs> the gobbler here, the spoon here, the this and that, and all that. You know? I, so it was yeah no, no it was embarrassing really, <laughs> in a group of twenty five and you're gonna tell them how to how to put the order or how to set a table <laughs> and they pick me you know? oh um, man oh no, no really I got embarrassed but you know I'm sorry no 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 so and uh, <laughs> speaking of that to you I remember too at that time we were going I was in the seventh grade we had uh, this guy uh, uh, Louis, Leo, uh, Leo, Leo Manu. He used to wear his pants real low, you know. And then this other guy, he walked in the front. He always was coming in late, but he would, they sent him on the front. He was walking real late, and this other guy pulled his pants down, you know. Mm. <laughs> he didn't have no underwear, you know. Oh. All the way to his knees, and he been down and all that, you know. <laughs> and, then, and then another guy said, at least your cheeks were, were nice and clean because he was white, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and he picked him up real good and it's real slow. So everybody started, you know. <laughs> well, at least you weren't that guy, right? Yeah. <laughs> but then I remember too, at that time, about that time, you know, this poor guy, he had trouble with his insides, you know. Mm-hmm. He kept peeing on himself, you know. Mm-hmm. And the room was kind of a, it wasn't exactly straight. It was down, you know. He was sitting on the front, you know. And uh, we're sitting there and if he had to go, you know, he wouldn't feel it. I never knew about that, you know. I had some problems with his kidneys. And, and anyway, right through the middle, the little, you could see the little thing going around. Oh, and puddle? that's the guy that was going around with the finger on the outside, sitting on the side, following that thing with his finger, you know. <laughs> well, the poor guy peed on himself. Oh. And, and, and the li- you could see the little water coming down to the middle. Oh. Of, and, and he's going up there with his finger. Like <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible. Yeah, but that was, and he was young too. He wouldn't know because he had trouble with it. So anyway, that, that that happened at the same time, you know. It's funny. And uh, the is this same the time that you met Grandma? Pardon me. Is this when you met Grandma uh, in high school? Not quite. Not quite. No. No. no anyway, we uh, uh Leo. No, that was the seventh grade. Uh, no, uh, at that time I met. Yeah, I I met Grandma in the seventh grade. Okay, that did happen at that time. Yeah, you're right. You did. I did. But. She saw me ahead, but it wasn't grandma that it was. It was Rachel, Bertie, and grandma. Her Carmen. sisters. Okay, uh-huh. and uh, it was Bertie. It was Bertie that, that had eyes for me. Oh, know? when you were in middle that's, school. Yeah, that, that's the. But then, but then I met her at church, uh-huh. and they used to sit at church, you know, and but she didn't want it, but it was mom that ended up with me, you know, uh-huh. and uh, oh, she used to. I used to. She used to be something else, you know. And uh, I had a lot of kid-looking girls, uh, you know, and she knows that, you know. Grandma used to know, you know. And uh, I remember that uh, 
I, I, she said, of all the people, all the girls you had, how come you pick me? And I thought I'd be funny, you know. I thought I felt sorry. Oh man, I, I <laughs> that, that was a no no. Oh she yeah, said that. No, yeah. No. Oh, she she cut the finger. She she stood me for a while there, you know. Oh man. And, yeah. Well, yeah, and, yeah. And then after I met her, we started going together, you know. Yeah. And uh, I still had my my car, there, you know. And I even used to take her to to San Pedro. Mm-hmm. I took her there twice, you know. And and the second time, my car overheated. My eleven dollar car. Mm-hmm. Because she used to have a hair treatment on her hair, you know. Mm-hmm. She, she had trouble with her hair, you know. Mm-hmm. And I would say that's true love, you know. I used to take her, you know, Dar didn't quite make it. In fact, the same car, $11 car, we went, we went to Disneyland where it didn't open. Mm-hmm. So what do we do? We ended up at Knox Berry Farm, which is a little closer, you know. That's when the car overheated. <laughs> so we ended up going to Knox Berry Farm. And at that time, it was open park. They had lakes where you could go fish and you would throw the line and the fish would jump out of the water to try and grab it you know and whoever got the la- the, the largest fish would get a little premium little price you know but the fish they were never fed so you, before you put in the water they would jump over the sky to try and get the the bait the hood you know mm-hmm. and uh that's when we said so we went for disneyland we didn't make it when they first opened and uh but we ended up at next mary farm you know and then uh what's well, so tell me more like how so when you finally started dating grandma, did you know that she was, did you know you were going to marry her right away? No, I didn't. You know, at that time, we used to have a lot of club uh, uh, parties, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, one time, I was very jealous, you know. I was very jealous. And uh, not as bad as your dad, you know, but I was very, <laughs> yeah. very jealous. We went to the Long Beach Auditorium where they used to have some good uh, band mm-hmm. and all that, you know. And... Uh, you had to go upstairs, and you could go up in the outside part. Mm-hmm. When you go in, you could go up the balcony, and you could see up on the top, okay, mm-hmm. down to the parking lot and all that. Oh, so I, uh, I'm going to teach her that because she done with somebody else, you know, mm-hmm. out there without my permission. How dare she do with somebody else? Well, I had gone to the head and come back, and she's done with somebody else, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I got mad at her, and I'm gonna say, I'm going to show her. So I went outside, went to the car, you know. And then from there, I could see that guy was next to her up there, you know, and I'm on the parking lot, you know. I said, oh, yeah, I better go back, you know, that didn't work out. <laughs> Only problem, I didn't have no money to come back in, you know. Oh, oh So she had a good time and I ended up in the car, you know. By yourself? Oh, yeah, <laughs> I tortured her, you know. And, uh, oh, there you go. And, oh, yeah, that yeah, didn't work out, you know. And, uh, and even later, you know, I... Uh, I used to ask her, you know, he said, I know I'm not perfect, you know, and like from one from one to ten, how do you how do you register? She looked at me from the bottom up. She said, You don't even register, huh? I said at least a seven or an eight, you know. Oh, she said, You don't even register, you know. That's yeah. the thing, Grandpa. You guys love each other. No, yeah, you we guys call talk each other. So much crap. Oh, yeah. You told me not to say nothing. Oh, no, no, I, I mean, but no, but I would say it tough yeah, you would. guys joke with each other all the time. Oh, right? yeah, oh yeah, And I, we used to have some good times. In fact, I remember we used yeah. to both drink and get a little high. And I got her mad. I was always getting her mad because she was always that way to get mad at me. You know? mm-hmm. And uh, she, she even told me to shut up and keep talking, you know. And when she said, that I think I sober up, you know, is that possible, you know? Yeah, she told me, she, why don't you just shut up and keep talking? Yeah. <laughs> we were all having a good time. You know? and, <laughs> and this is back when you were hanging out with uh, her 
Her sister Rachel and then oh Uncle yeah Hector right yeah I had to I had on a car that the seats wouldn't stay up mm-hmm. so Rachel and and, and Bernie would hold the seats with their heads because mm-hmm. the front seat would back up you know and that's what's not if they didn't hold it they would back pull all the way back and we drive on that thing around you know yeah and they would sit down like there you know <laughs> but it, so it wasn't it wasn't the car your grandma got me for you know and she was always <laughs> a workaholic you know yeah and. Uh, she wasn't even working at the bank. Because remember, she worked for the bank, Bank of America, for 40 years. Mm-hmm. And she was working there when she was in high school, you know, in Compton. That's when then, you know, at that time, that's when you had the big branches, you know. And uh, people counted the money with their hands, you know, pennies and things like that. You know, it's not like it is right now. And uh, I remember, I said, I'm going to surprise her, you know, because uh, I used to wear jeans. At that time, jeans was popular. You know, Levi's really. And mine were always kind of worn out, you know, because anyway, it seemed like I always wore the same. So I told her, I told her, you know, I said, I'm going to surprise her in my mind. So that right there next to her, there was some, a chap that sell jeans and all that. So I brought me a, a pair of, of black ones, you know. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, these look nice, you know. And, uh, and, and I kept bargaining with this guy, you know. Uh, well, 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 no, I kept saying, uh, they're uh, a, a pair of beggars. And he says, no, we don't have that. What do you mean you have it? Yes, well, you're a beggar. Well, in that case, I'll take this kind. It's beggars. But I said, beggars. <laughs> so they, they, didn't, they didn't have it. He wanted to give the name so he could order some. No, I was saying the wrong place. So nevertheless, I bought some, and I said, this fit perfect. So I'm going to surprise you, you know, be all nice and clean, you know. And because she had bought me a shirt before, you know. So I go to the bank to pick her up, you know. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm going to surprise her when she's, uh, <laughs> she, and she's working in the bank, you know. And I'm out there, in the, like a bunch of people there, you know. And the guard, Paul, is the name of guard. He says, hey, Mr. Duncan, don't get insulted, but you got about three tags hanging on the back of your, hey, <laughs> 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 tags. The self tax, you know, I never took them off, you know. <laughs> and here they're hanging on my pants in the back and all that, you know. <laughs> so I had to go to the bathroom, take them off, you know. And then, but mom was there, but when she saw me with that, you know, she didn't say, I didn't tell her I had the tax on, the three of them stuck on my back. They were still, because <laughs> the pants were new. Mm-hmm. But the pants were beggars, not beggars. And, and I argued with that guy. And he said, well, give me that name so we can order some. <laughs> and after I saw them, they were beggars. Yeah, so... That that happened to me, you know, and uh, <laughs> and then at that time with the same car, uh, when we used to live in Compton, mm-hmm. right there on the lot where we used to live, it was an empty lot, and uh, actually two empty lots. It, every time it rained, it gets flooded. Okay, mm-hmm. so I used to go in there and with the car and pop out of there, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, this time I had grandma, you know, and. Uh, <laughs> And I got her with me. I used to do it by myself. I got her, this time it didn't get, you know. So I had to carry her out, you know. She's all mad because I, sure I carried her out. She was a better then, you know. And I was strong then, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I carried her out. And she said, she said something. Oh, she called me a common name because I, I don't, I'd rather not repeat, you know. But that was my fault. And I was on the same car, you know. Mm-hmm. It got, got down, you know. And then from then on, you know, a little later on, I bought my first car, a real car to me, you know. It was a 1954 
54 uh, Chevy 210. Mm -hmm. Not the best, just the, the lowest ones, you know. And uh, and and that one there, I graduated from that. And uh, that we left it there, you know, for a long time, you know. And I was still single then, you know. And uh, but I, I I parked the other one, that eleven dollar car, in my mother's lot, you know. And every time I, I come by, she kept begging me, when are you going to take the car to the junkyard or something? Because it wasn't running. I just parked. And uh, so she got tired doing that, you know. Mm -hmm. And she kept telling me, if you don't get the car out of the backyard there, I get somebody to say, well, sure enough, I come to my mom, I'm com coming for my car, you know. I said, what car? Well, my car. Oh, you mean the one that you, you never took? But look in the backyard. I go, you're happy. All I see is, Four wheels stuck, uh, four wheels, a bunch of grass in it on, under this, and mm -hmm. the marker of four wheels. She dumped it and sold it to the junkyard, <laughs> you know? But Is I thought I would take it. it I thought I would take it out, but I was going to sell that show. But she got some money out of it. Not much, but still, you know? Yeah. And that was the end of that, that car you see in the picture mm -hmm. on your things, you know? So she got that out of that, you know? And. Uh, well, hold on, Grandpa. Let's go back to more about. Tell me more about your family. Tell me more about Ruben, your dad, your mom. Well, oh, I'll, I'll, since I'm in Compton, I will tell you right now, you know, yeah. we are in Compton right now. Anyway, my my uncle, you know, he, I always follow his, he was a, a leader to me, you know. And uh, he, uh, at that time, wrestling was number one, you know. Mm -hmm. And about two blocks from there, there used to be this guy, his neighbor used to own a, an Admiral TV, a little TV, mm -hmm. and he used to go watch wrestling. And it was about a couple of blocks from the house. So he used to walk up there, you know, to, to see wrestling. And when you and say his wrestling, car, you know, his car, when you, his car. Wait, wait, when you say wrestling, you mean Andre the Giant. You mean Yeah, in that time. Way, yeah, way before Baron Leone, Baron of the But I'm saying, because growing up, you always watched WWE. No, 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 no. Show me no, that. that was then. That was. But that, that kind of wrestler. Baron Leone was the champion then, you know. But professional wrestler. Professional wrestler. And right. they would make appearance in different places, <laughs> you know. But anyway, yeah. uh, he's the one that uh, my uncle, that uncle, you know, I, I always knew he was so smart, you know. And uh, he, uh, he, he, he bought some paint, painted the. Uh, painted the, well actually he painted the house, you know. So he blew, and then he had enough paint, and when I didn't finish the fence, blue, you know. And so he had enough paint after the fence, he painted the car with a brush, the same color blue. So you saw the car, the fence, and the house, all the same color, <laughs> you know. And he painted it with a brush, you know. But at the same time, when we were talking about wrestling, mm -hmm. he had that car, 1934 Ford, it worked. It didn't use a key. It just must have had a key stuck in there. All you do is move the switch. And while he went to wrestling, to watch the wrestling at his neighbors, I got the car, and that's when I started uh, uh, driving around the block, you know. And and my cousin even used to get mad at me. How come he didn't see the car? But he doesn't realize I, I didn't get permission. I used to go around the block. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I go so fast, I pass the block because I couldn't turn and, and, and then go around, you know, and then park it back in. And then I called my uncle the, the following week, working on the carburetor. I said, what are you doing? Ah, oh, he said, this car's wasting too much gas. And he's overhauling the carburetor, you know, himself, you know. But I didn't tell him I was just in the car around while he was watching wrestling, you know. <laughs> and that time I used to fly through, you know. Mm -hmm. But that's, that's, that's in county, you know. And uh, even after I got this other car, 
he asked me if I could take him somewhere. Well, just to show how different he was. It's my own car, and he says, good over, let me drive, you know. Mm -hmm. Like, he didn't trust me, you know. And that's, that's the kind of uncle I had, you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and But he was my favorite uncle, you know. And uh, and like I said, after that, uh, well, we all used to, we all used to, we all used to, in the family, we all used to pray together, my mother, you know. He used to kneel at certain times to pray and all that, you know. And she was very devoted, Catholic, my mom. Mm -hmm. In fact, the same place where I got married, it was an empty lot up on the hill. And there was a picture around with a man showing a shovel, like they're going to break dirt to build a church. St. Albert, it wasn't there, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, that, after they built it and all that, you know, that's where my mother, where I got married, that church. It wasn't built, it was built afterwards. Mm -hmm. And then my mother, that was her church. So she was, uh, she had some friends and they all got together. It's like a, it's like a, a, a committee. Okay, mm -hmm. and they all got together, and they used to have a uh, sell different things, you know, to to make collection, to pay for things like that, you know. And if you ever pass through there, on the side is a big, uh, a, a a big picture of of the Virgin Mary, Virgin Guadalupe, in other words, Mexican uh, Virgin Mary or uh, Guadalupe. That's a Mexican saint, you know, for them. Yeah. And and uh, they pay for that. It's made out of tile it's made out of tile you know and uh, and uh, they all pay for it and you, you will see it it's in the same church that I got married after you know? oh, wow. and uh, and they call it tardiadas you know they would tell different things you know and the nature donation for that you know and uh, I still remember my dad while my mother was in the kitchen you know this man's uh, husband of one of my mother's good friends, mm -hmm. he put his, his arm around around my mom like that, you know, and my, my dad thought, you know, oh, he got jealous, you know, you, you want somebody to get jealous, you know. When he went home, he was so, they, he couldn't get around, he was so mad, telling my mother off and this and that, that they, they had, a, at that time, they had Father McGowan, a tall hard person, mm -hmm. and uh, 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 I can't think of his little name. He's a little short guy, you know. And anyway, they they had to bring send a, a priest over to calm down my father. He was that bad with I guess my mother, you know. And uh, I, I wish I could think of the same name. Anyway, they they sent him the little one. I mean the big one, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, my dad, after they, he had a talk with me, my dad was talking. They sent him to the house, the priest, to cool him down. And he said, yeah. And, uh, and then they. <laughs> My dad, why didn't they send that little one? It's just a big one, you know, the priest, you know, to to have a talk with my dad, you know. Mm -hmm. Pedro, Father Pedro, Father, something like that. And he was a short guy, you know. They send the big one to talk to my dad, to cool him down. Oh, he was extra jealous, you know. isn't it? Yeah, your dad's a pancake, you know, he's <laughs> a pussy cat. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and things, but that was on that time, you know. So as time came on, you know, my, uh, the same thing. Oh, so okay. So we went and uh, we were making we were making plans. We were making plans to to get married, uh, you know. Yeah, and uh, I still remember we had a, we were playing June, you know, and uh, Carmen's mom told us, "Oh yes, when are you guys gonna get married?" Or, you know, oh, oh, in two months, you know. You know, she was nothing. That's what happened. In two months, we got married. So you only dated for two months before getting married? Oh, well, 
We were rushed, but we took it out right away, you know. Really? We, oh, yeah. So you only knew each other for two months. Yeah, but we were going to study for a long time, though. They How take, long? Yeah, a couple of years, maybe. Yeah. They figure a year and a half, two years. And, and that, that was a lot. And I, I guess that my mother-in-law got worried, you know, mm-hmm. and things like that, you know. And uh, that's when I tell people, when I after I got married, you know, and everything, you know, my uh, we were running their house. Okay, they had moved to Paris. We rented their house, uh, and I used to learn, work in Gardena. And every time I come home, mm-hmm. at the same time, there used to be a little mouse. They used to come out of the hole, and I used to feed cheese, you know, little mouse with little pig ears, you know, mm-hmm. give cheese, and then you hide and run away, you know. And that, I used to do that every time I used to come home, you know. Mm-hmm. And then I, my my father-in-law, he used to be a longshoreman, so he used to come over and visit us before he went to work. Well, this time it happens to get ahead of me, uh, just a little bit for me. Mm-hmm. And then he tell me, he said, don't worry about getting a mouth mouth. Why? He said, that's a little mouth that came out and stepped on it. Yeah. He stepped on that little oh. mouth. He killed it. You know, I couldn't believe it, you know. Yeah, he came out <laughs> to get his sheets. <laughs> and my dad, my grandfather, oh, no. he stepped on him, killed him, you know. That's How do you think I felt, you know? And, uh, he was just teasing me and then he just... Because I got there, you know, but he got there before me uh, to make, uh, you know, to, to, to see the, the kids, you know. That's terrible. Oh, man. Especially he stepped on it. He thought he came out to get his cheese. Uh, and he, cute little thing with big ass, you know. And he would always <laughs> come out. He took care of it. He, don't worry about getting a, a mouth trap, you know. And things like that, you know. And then uh, <laughs> another thing. Well, we, well uh, we were because we lived there for a while there, you know. The grandmas, before they moved, they had a, a dog named Queenie, okay? And uh, we, he was a collie, okay? And he was in the backyard, and it was uh, a dog barking, okay? Mm-hmm. And then I was opening the door. She said, that's not Queenie, man. I put my <laughs> hand down, you know? I opened the door, and she meant that one barking. I thought that one in the back, and, and I scared the hell out of me. I jumped back, you know? She said, that's not Queenie. You know, but she was referring to the one barking, you know. So whose dog was that? Yeah, I, I don't know, but it wasn't Queenie. It wasn't <laughs> their dog. But when she said the dog, that's not Queenie. I was what dog is that? <laughs> and things like that, you know. Yeah. Oh, man. And so, on, you know. <laughs> oh, man. And, uh, so you guys got married. Yeah. You had my mom. You had Becky. Well, you had, uh-huh. you had before them. You guys got married and you had uh, a son, right? Oh yeah, okay. We we got married, and uh, and uh, I still remember we were still living at grandma's house, mm-hmm. and uh, Carmen was pregnant with uh, with Becky, you know, mm-hmm. and she was a premature baby. I think she weighed four pounds, ten ounces, or something like that, or fourteen somewhere. And that hospital's not there anymore. They knocked it down, you know, and and so I was there, and everything was fine, you know. And then I came home and went to bed, you know. Then came their brother. You know, the brother Daniel, the one that's buried up here also. That's what I'm saying. That was your son, right? Yes. He was my son. And, and since me and my cousin were always together, I named him Daniel. Yeah, he's Danny, you know. After that? Yeah. I, so I put I put my name, you know. No, he's Danny, and I put my name, his middle name. Daniel Romero Cantu, and things like that, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, when Carmen was in the hospital, you know, uh, 
I was at home, you know, and then they called that she's, uh, she's on labor, you know, this and that, you know. And I just waited, you know, and then for a call, and she said, it's a boy, you know. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow, that's good. And I said, and I said oh, good, and then I went back to bed, but I never got out of bed. I was still in bed, <laughs> because I had to work the next day, you know, mm -hmm. and things like that, you know. And then, poor little guy, you know, anyway, he uh, he was born with uh, uh, something wrong with his heart. And since he was a premature baby, you know, the, for a whole month, we had to take him every day to the to the hospital. Well, no, when we took him to the hospital, we had to visit him every day, every day for a whole month, you know, up in L.A., mm -hmm. Children's Hospital. And uh, and they had a rocking chair, you know. And uh, I still remember where they had a little boy, because there was a lot of visitors. There was a little Chinese boy. They were playing with a little white guy there, you know. And he said, Jimmy, this is my mother. And the little Japanese guy looks at her. Says, How do you know? <laughs> Tell the little guy, you know, you know kids are kids, you know. Mm -hmm. I don't remember that because I was on the rocking chair, you know, rocking the, the baby before putting to bed, you know. But he, he looked normal. And she said, so after 30 days, you can say a full month, because uh, he was about two months, two months, you know. Premature. Yeah, he was uh, at our house for a month, and uh, about uh, 30 days. We were called it, they, after the operation, everything went fine and this and that and all that, you know. And we were so happy because we were going to go up there to pick him up. So we, we, we got there. They said they couldn't get a hold of us, but he didn't make it. He just fell at the same way, at the same time we were going, you know, we got there, you know. They couldn't tell us, you know. And we were so happy. We went there and we went to the one room and it's just a, a body, a little a little baby in a in the hospital by himself with the blanket over, you know, mm. you know that he had just passed away, you know, and, and he was life? he was born he was born a day after my birthday, mm. you know that's what you see, like my birthday is May twenty fifth, you know his was May twenty sixth, yeah, and that's time and his name's Ramiro, Daniel Ramiro Cantu, mm. and that's what he's got on the thing, you know. born in nineteen nineteen sixty, Becky was born in fifty eight. He was born in 1960, and your mom, 1962. All three with you every other year, mm. you know. And your mother, they're not. So was that? Oh, it, it, that was hard. Yeah. Huh? Oh, it was hard all over, yeah. Oh, thanks for robbing my time when I was married. Mm -hmm. She had the government here give me some money, extra ch money, because I, I, I had uh, four different jobs in one year, mm -hmm. you know, and they didn't you know, totally job to anything. But uh, it was hard to find a job. And I could see it, the mechanics, they were making 250 an hour. I said, wow, if I could make that, I'd be a rich person. So an hour, 250 an hour at that time. So you became a mechanic? Yeah, and I was in that, you know. Oh, yeah. So then did you become a mechanic? Uh, no, what happened there was uh, I, I helped Jesse's father was a mechanic. Uh -huh. And we used to pull around with cars, you know. And when he get a car that's going to be overhauled, we get the same motor and, and, and get it a few more miles. Sometimes you get a good motor. Put it to ours and we just run our hell out of you. But that's how I learned, you know. And uh, so I still, I still remember that uh, they were more. Of course, of course, were more simple then. Yeah. We could change the transmission in twenty minutes, back and forth, you know, and just pick up and put another one, you know, and and get extra miles from the motors that would come in, and somebody else wanted somebody else, so they had some just motors and we put them on ours. And so you weren't a mechanic. 
Well, but I learned you worked on cars. Exactly. At his place. Exactly. I didn't go to school for that, you know. We just had to you put... You learned stuff. on the job. Yeah, yeah. Like when, like I remember when I was still working with them, you know, they, uh, I had I, I, I had gone from working from there because I had already grown up, you know. Mm -hmm. And Jesse's father, he's the one that owned the shop, you know. He's the father of the person who just died not too long ago. Jesse's mm -hmm. birdie's husband, you know. And uh, he used to call me Ramsey. And I went to visit him. And they had a car, and they were trying from the starter to the fish to the a bunch of different things, and the thing was wasn't working, wasn't charging, you know, mm -hmm. to, like the alternator and things like that. And he asked me, "Hey, Ram Ramsey, see if you can help me with this. See, see if you see, uh, show me what what I taught you, you know." So I said, "I open up the hood, and I started looking at it and this and that, and then I see a wire, this." rubbing on the belt, uh -huh. on the edge part, you know? And and it still looked good, you know? And I said, I, I don't know what made you do it. I said, maybe the inside wire, but the outside was still good. But I kept saying, maybe that thing is it's not right, you know? And then, because uh, the outside looked good. And then I, I found out maybe, maybe that thing is broke inside. I pulled out the thing, sure enough, that the outside was still on, but it was, uh, and that, that, that's the main wire mm -hmm. that makes the thing charge. So just cut the wire. After they could put the starter, they could put this, this. That's all the problem was just the wire. that <laughs> was riding on the end part of the belt, and it cut it, but it wasn't cut. It just, you know, but when I look at it, it feels like it wasn't hooked on. It was cut, but the, the, the back part was still okay. Mm -hmm. But it cut the wire, you know, and took that apart, put some tape, that did the job, and then he said, after he put, and, the, and the owner of that car was a was the owner of a restaurant. So I, I guess after he told him I did this, I did that, and all that, sure he didn't have money because he said that was the problem, you know. But he had all this kind of stuff, you know. It was just a loose wire that was cut, that was running on the edge part of the belt, mm -hmm. which you know how it's sharp. And just by luck, yeah, I, I just took that. Well, but right it was all, in my mind, it was all theory. It wasn't. I I, I couldn't go by the book. You just had to do it on the job. But it, yeah, he, they did all that. and You had to learn in front of you. Yeah, you know, simple things the same. No? And, uh, but that, uh, like I said, like I said, I work on cars. I was no mechanic, you know, this and that, you know. And, uh, but I, I did love working on cars, you know. Oh, yeah. Well, you worked in cars. I think you were a trucker at one point, right? Oh, yeah. Delivering parts and stuff like that. And like... Yeah. Do you remember when you were growing up? Was there anything that you wanted to do in particular? Was that uh, when you were growing up? Did you want to be something? No, I, I think I, I just wanted to. Uh, that didn't come to later, you know. I I I would want to be a, a, a truck driver because that's what I started doing working mm -hmm. tractors and uh, a full tractor and a truck, you know, working uh, driving the truck, and that's that's how I ended up later on, you know. But in my time, you know. I, uh, me and Carmen, or, or your grandma, uh, as far as making money, we used to be about the same amount. Yeah. Uh, I think $54 a, a week or something like that. You know, we were with you know, everything until she got good and went all the way up, you know? Yeah. But uh, money was no problem with us, you know? We we never argued, it's, it's mine or it's yours or it's that. It's always together, whatever it was. So we started together. We threw blows at each other, not blows, but threw whatever you call it, in words against each other. Talk a lot and of shit. Still, and, <laughs> and they, but, you know, all the times, we ended up almost 52 years uh, 
we always left together regardless, even if you put your back to back. But we always left together. Till one time, you know, I, I, I got out of hand, you know. She was going to leave me. Oh, yeah. Yeah? She was, she was what happened? We, well, we were living in Cerritos, I think. And uh, I used to, to go to the bars pretty regular. Mm-hmm. And uh, and she worked late, you know, this Friday. And uh, uh, and she gave me a curfew time, 11 o'clock at night, you know, to at least come back at 11. Well, she worked late, and... Uh, I I I got mad at her. She why she got to lay and she cut down on my time because she gave me a curfew time, you know. And uh, and she just came there, you know, to uh, give her help. Uh, she uh, she had needing, you know. And uh, for me, I didn't care to eat. I pick up something else, you know. And I I got on the car, you know, and something told me as I was driving out, you know, why am I doing this? I was going straight to the bar, you know. Like with the friends and drink and pre- shit pool and you know, so I made a I made a U-turn. In the same area, the block there, and went back home, and she was getting dressed to go to bed, you know, and she had eaten, you know. Mm-hmm. And I went in the house, you know, and she yeah. was already getting climbing in bed, you know, and I tell her, you know, I said, honey, you know what? I haven't eaten. You know, let's go to get something. He said, where do we so late? Yeah. Never mind, just just up, let's go, you know, get us. So she deep with the low head, she wouldn't argue with me that much, she was quiet. I, I said, after she got on the car, I sa- and she said, well, where are you going? I said, we're going to Whiskey Pit. What? Yeah. <laughs> At least there, he so we went to Whiskey Pit. At that time, we we, we had that, the little car, Las Sentra. Vegas. We had a Sentra. Well, Whiskey Pits is in Las Vegas. Yeah, we, yeah, way up there just so to go eat. You didn't live anywhere near Las Vegas. No, at that time you didn't have no casinos around, you know. So you just decided on yeah, a whim. Yeah, we, we go to Las, we go to Whiskey Pit. How many hours away was that? Well, well we weren't counting on that. All I know, we went there. <laughs> hey, hey, and we went straight up there. And yeah. we, that thing is open all the time. There. We went there, gambled. We, we, from Compton. We ate there. And, hey. Hold on, from Compton. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, we went there. And then we would ate, we gamble, and then the we came home when we were coming back because we didn't eat. Of course, we just went to eat. We went to sleep. We were coming back, and we hit the first uh, resting area, and it was packed. You know, mm-hmm. I said, you know what? Let, let's uh, let, let's let's afterwards coming back. Let's get in the middle there. There's the parking space. That way they don't see us. So we parked there and we shut our eyes. You know, stay in the car. You know, we parked with everybody else. But when we woke up. Shit, there was nobody left, there were not only us, you know. They all took off. They had just been resting, they took off. And we parked there when they was folk, you know. After coming back, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't sleep. Uh-huh. We just went straight up there, played, ate, and, and coming home. And we couldn't stand, so we had to park. Just on the side of the road. Yeah. And, uh, and we were coming back earlier. So that happened, you know. But, uh, yeah, and from then on, you don't see me drinking or Drinking alcohol, even beer, I, I, I don't even drink beer no more. So that's when you stopped. But it's been very expensive, yeah, because I used to take her folks every week, mm-hmm. give them $40 each to go to casinos over here <laughs> afterwards, you know. Yeah. And, yeah. And, uh, but so the last it, But it was the last. It was, it, was, it was nice, you know. The last time you ever drank was before you went to Vegas. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. No, after, after I took her to that... I don't drink anymore, you know. But or pre- or and how old were you? Uh, gosh, that was that, that, that. 
She must have been 15 years back. 15 years back? No, I don't know. You no? must have been 30. Back then? I see. I, I can't call it that. No, I think you're right. Around 30, right? Yeah. No, I... I it's a while ago, but... No, I can't remember what it was. No, I... Maybe 25 or 30 years. Wow. Yeah. It's crazy. I might have drip a beer here and there, but not much, you know. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but I don't drink so liquor, but out my way it was, you know. But so you just didn't want to do it anymore? No, I, I just didn't. It was very expensive, though. Yeah. It was very expensive. I made a lot of money, but I lost more, you know. Yeah. And uh, I used to go to, they don't know that after I retired, I used to go to Pachanga after lately, you know, I'd be good. Yeah. Three times a week. Yeah. Yeah, Just I remember you would gamble. <laughs> I gamble a lot. You gamble a lot. Oh. You win a lot. You lose a lot they, too, I'm sure. Uh, see, in Pachanga, they, in Pachanga, they have a, they have five cards. You know, I was yeah. on the roll card, and when they saw how much money I spent, they sent me all the way to the number two spot, <laughs> which is the, the number one is the red, number two is the platinum, number three is the silver, and 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 number eight is something else. But the anyway, so card, I was on the like low one because I never, I, ne I never had a, a membership card, you know. But you guys were always kind of on the. You were closer to being poor than you were to being rich, right? Oh yeah. I mean, you were okay with it, right? Like, oh, we made all kinds of money. I could have been, buy, I could have bought three new cars and paid poor, you know. Well, I'm saying that, like, why would, why did you gamble if you didn't really care about the money? I had a good time. See, different people, you know. They <laughs> People like this guy told me, yeah. if you don't like to lose, you have no business gambling. <laughs> well, I got used to losing, so I, I didn't complain, <laughs> you know. In fact, I told this guy, you know. So you had more fun just going. Oh yeah, out I told this guy. Losing. He said, he said, he said, well, how much did you win? How much? Did you? I said, why don't you guys ask me, did I have a good time? <laughs> you know, instead of saying if I win or if I lost, you know. Yeah. Right? I said, if I'm going to see, worry about what I lose, I have not, you're right, I, I have not been gambling, you know. <laughs> but I went and had a good time and we both enjoyed, you know. Yeah. But it does, does become a habit in this level, you know. Yeah. And uh, I was getting out of hand. Yeah. In fact, even up to now, with uh, when, when Grandma passed away, I was spending, after another money, I kept spending, and I had a budget to pay, to pay Julie this and that, you know. And ever since then, I, I pay my thirteen hundred a month mm -hmm. instead of paying it to outside, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, and that's what I pay every time I get. You so don't gotta say that, Grandpa. Yeah. For everybody on the radio show. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, it's okay. Well, so that's crazy, Grandpa. So now that you've gone this far in life. Do you look back on it? Do you have anything that you think you would have done differently or you would have told yourself? No, the only thing I can say, younger? I, I wish I would have been smarter. How so? Uh, but one thing I say, my father le uh, lived to be 88 mm -hmm. and my mother 87. And I said, if I can be in between them, that's perfect. Well, I'll be 88, 85. So that's getting up close, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just figured... I feel lucky that I've been that far, yeah. and I, I thank God too, you know. Oh, here's something that happened to, happen to me uh, uh, this last week, mm -hmm. okay. There was this lady and man 
with a sign up here, Jefferson's, mm -hmm. okay? And uh, and two little kids, you know, with a sign. They wanted food and things like that, you know? Mm -hmm. And I had just come out of uh, Elberston, you know? And I said to myself, oh, fine, I'll just give him, because I can pay. I said, oh, I'll give this guy $20 at the parking lot, okay? Then from there, I went to the gas station, the, the tender station there. Mm -hmm. And uh, I went up there and I put gas, I put gas in the car and bought me a ticket and $40. But it's a $20 ticket, you know? Mm -hmm. And I paid 20, 20 for it and I got 40. And he, he just gave me the put ladies and them $20, you know? I wonder if God up there helping me, who knows? So you gave him the 20 and, and yeah, the 40? Yeah, as I went up there to the gas station. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. Do you in, believe in karma? Yeah? Do you believe in karma? Mm, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I really don't know, you know. I'm beginning to, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Not really. You know what, though? Hmm. I was thinking, wouldn't it be something if I get $20, I get, I get my $20 back? Well, when I put the 20, I bought the ticket for 20, I got 40. There you go. Not even 10 minutes after I get the 20. Uh, makes you wonder, right? You know, I was calling back. I said, I'll give him a fire and I'll give him the end. I'll give him 20. You know, because I, I always get some money out, you know. Yeah. And things like that. But, but things do help you. If you can help people, who knows, you know? Well, if you could give anybody an advice, piece uh, of advice you think is going to help them, uh, what do you think you would tell them? On what? On the Just in life. Well, the most I can say is, it's one advice I give people is what my dad gave me, and, and that's one thing that if you can say something nice about a person, don't say nothing, you know? And always try to be yourself. Don't kind of be kind of phony, you know? Mm -hmm. Be something you're not, just be yourself, as simple it is, you know? And, uh, but that does work stay with my mind when my dad said that, you know? Yeah. That's a good In one. fact, I'm speaking of my dad, you know, I, I, he was a good man, you know. I still remember when I was young, and I, I thought I pulled a trick on him. I was still young. He was a farmer, so he knows how to plant, you know. Mm -hmm. And I found a, a branch of a Christmas tree, and that was during Christmas time. And he showed me, he says, sit this, uh, dig a hole there, put this, some kind of product, put that tree there, you know. And then, and then, and plant it, you know. And in two days, I asked my dad, you know, no, he said, how's your little trick coming, you know? Oh, Dad, I said, I said, I'll go check. So I went out there to check the little tree, you know? I pulled it out and said, look, it's not growing yet. What? You pull it out? <laughs> I pulled out the little thing and brought it over to show him that it's not growing yet. <laughs> hey, he, got his, he, got his, he got his neck like that and on my head, you know, yeah. for being so stupid, you know? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Grandpa. Hey. Well... We're going to get going right now. So mm -hmm. before we get going, uh, I just have one last question. Is uh, if I always ask everybody to pick a song that's very important to them or special to them, a song that comes to mind that you know means something to you a lot. Oh. What's a song? I guess one would be Making Believe. Who sings that? Okay, Making Believe. Kitty Wells, one of my favorite singer. Yeah. Okay. She plays that one, Making Believe, and then A Thousand Stars in the Sky. Pick one, if you had to choose one song. Yeah, one song. Gotcha. 
out of those two? What do you think? Well, I got so many of them, really. Like uh, Hank Williams, you know, he used uh, to have a song. Yeah. Uh, it says, take these chains from my heart and set me free. <laughs> you grown cold and no longer care for me. Every time I... It's probably kind of... Yeah. Yeah, that's a Hank Williams. Hank Williams was my, my favorite, Kitty Wells, my the woman singer favorite. Yeah. And they all passed away, you know, and thing. Like Hank Williams, he, can you imagine, out of the ten top, he had six that he wrote on the tape done at the same time. The Songs that he choice. wrote. Uh-huh. That's a lot He's the one that wrote, Jambalaya, Half As Much, You're Shitting Hard, you know, yeah. things like that. Yeah. So, there's nothing else I can say. I, I just, yeah. I, I, I just wish I would have put him in the right order, you know. It seems like I kept up and down, up and down, you know. We can but do my it life, again. No, my, my life has been good, though. We can do it again. I, 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 I have no complaint, you know. I ended up to be this far with the grandkids, the great-grandkids and, and, and the daughters I have, you know. And we always been together. Which is something you know we never had. You know it just worked out that way. And uh, your mom, she's been the, the main source of things, you know, for me. And you know, and it's weird, you know, when I was uh, after I lost my son, mm-hmm. I always said, I, I always uh, uh, told told your grandma, I said I don't want to have no more kids, you know, because because uh, uh, I'm afraid it it, it won't be a, another boy, you know. And turn out to be a girl, that's your grandma. I mean, my, uh, yeah, uh, your my mom. mom. Yeah. <laughs> and look at her now, you yeah. know. And Did I still remember. Yeah, I still remember <laughs> when my uncle used to see her skating. She fell down, but she get up. She a little bird, you know. And she was born with a, one foot like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had to buy a pair of shoes, cost $50 at that time, you know, mm-hmm. and to spin up her foot like this. Yeah, she was like that, you know. So she wore orthopedic yeah. shoes? Uh, yeah, uh-huh. And then she's made, she's made my bread and butter. <laughs> Not really, yeah. You Who know? would have thought they're from orthopedic shoes, the surfing yeah, and skateboarding? Yeah, she did, yeah, yeah. And, uh, but uh, I wouldn't trade her or nothing. I'm just happy that I lived this long and end up to see the kids and grandkids and so on. In fact, I keep thinking, I, I feel like I, I've been rubbing everybody's lives to put no, it with mine. Not at all. Yeah, I, I, I should have been gone by then. No, I don't think so. I think you, I think we love you a lot more than you realize. Mm. I think so. Yeah. I think so. That little guy, he's fast though. He runs fast. I know, and he's yeah. already shooting up. Yeah, but he's beginning to get to the point where he's ignoring you. He don't hear you because he's mouthy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's a rebel. I know. Yeah. Well, he takes after everybody well, in this house. He, 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 he told me something. That I was th- he got me thinking. I told him because I ran. A, I was running against him, and he said, "I call him, Pops. You know, I can't. I can't beat you. You're too fast. He said because I'm too old." And he said, "No, Pops, you're not old. You're only 99." Wait a minute. Don't know. Getting close, but not there yet. Wait a minute. Because I'm 99, so he's giving an excuse for me. Yeah, but he. He's strong, he's yeah. fast, and I, I, I'm so glad that I was able to take care of him for a whole year, yeah. roughly. That made my retirement easy, because yeah. when I retired, I took care of him when, when he was a baby. Well, when I was a baby, you took care of me, too. Yeah? Remember? Yeah. 
They take me all the time from oh, driving me from Chino I, Hills to oh, Belfort. I took you when you were a baby from yeah. from the 195th to South Street, no, to to Norwalk to yeah. South Street to Pioneer. Remember the, the pet store in Lakewood? And you were up there playing with the little the, the little butterfly because yeah. there was some plants on the side of the sidewalk. Up there with one and playing another little thing. You know what I'll never forget too? Um, I'll never forget that you would bury, you would go to the park in Cerritos and bury the treasure. You would bury oh, pennies for you me. You still remember that? Yeah, you'd bury what, pennies what, for me. And what Judy knows, what Judy knows, I pastored in and raised some coins before, and when you, I got you, I, I just looked around like I, I knew where they were, yeah. and we went to the park. Okay, so oh, I can't find any. I said to myself, I just got another one because I knew where they were. So and if we, you don't and we used to that. we used to go to see the chicken park. Oh yeah, yeah in Lakewood. The yeah, Lakewood, Lakewood. Uh huh. But no, if you don't understand what he just said, he uh, he used to go and bury mm. pennies for me that he would pick yeah. me up from school. Uh, so you remember me to that the park? And oh yeah, bury, yeah. Unbury, I should say. Yeah. pennies that so he See that that stays in your mind now. Yeah. Things like that. Yeah, like, like me, I can I can remember things from my seven or eight year old. We're just like Luca, but I can remember then at that time, you know, that's from way up there, you know, and uh, uh, but that's that's the way the life was, you know. And as I look back and I think of all my cousins, all my relatives, they're all gone, you know. I don't know. I I I, I can cut enough on my toes or fingers and count them. They're gone. Like a does that no, feel but weird? Fair, but but probably not. Uh, does that feel weird though, being the last? Yeah, one? they're all gone. You know. Does it feel weird being the last one? Yeah, uh, even when I used to play golf, I used to play golf with my brother-in-law, my cousin Nico, uh, Pablo, uh, Juan, and me. That's five people, and all four gone. I'm the only one left. I'm talking about one time, you know, because when we were playing golf. There was a, you know, I heard some noise, say, you're talking too loud, you know. I, I, it was a helicopter that passed by. I said, oh, it's a helicopter. No, it was one of the, of the players, you know. It was one of the players was was playing with their punch, you know, because they go by here. And he had one of those things on the, that you speak from his throat, you know. Mm-hmm. And sound like a microphone, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You say it's talking too loud because when you play golf, you gotta be quiet, you know. And this mm-hmm. and that. Me, I didn't care, you know. In fact, I remember when Nick, my other cousin, went ahead of us, mm-hmm. and uh, I could see half his body, and I, I said, if I'm gonna hit next, I'm, I, I'm not gonna try and hit there because it looks like a hole. Ah, and then he gets out. He was taking a pee, <laughs> a leak or something. You know, he was on his knees. Well, when we got up there, you know, I thought he got a, a deep hole up there, you know, where you had to hit, you know, but. Out of those five people, we're gone. They're all gone, you know. And uh, and it's sad. And then on the drums on another side, there's seven of them. They're all gone. Then on the Masia side, Daniel, Richard, Leo, that's the other side. They're all gone. And then on the other side, uh, Castaneda, that, that's on my mother's sister's sons. They uh, got... Uh, uh, they got... Uh, Nico, Pancho, Mone, and Cornelio. The four. They're all gone. <coughs> <coughs> what am I doing, you know? Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're and, here, Grandpa. And yeah, and you look at a picture there. There's a picture there with Grandma, Brother, Dad, yeah. The woman. They got Rachel. 
grandma, my father-in-law, my mother-in-law, and me, again, on the same picture there. The eldest four gone, I'm the only one left. So who's, who's holding on, you know? No. Uh -huh. Maybe you're supposed to be here for us. No. I don't, I don't. To watch us, I don't know. Or at least to get to know Ian and Luca no, and your nephews. No, I don't know. I, I, I could tell you things that happened to me that I don't know why I'm still around. You know? Wow, well, I'm glad you're here, Grandpa. No, it, uh, I still remember I, uh, well, let's see. We got we, a... We were, more, we were uh, at the highway moving from one company to another. Mm -hmm. And they had two dollies, one a deluxe model and one old kind that had the legs, mm -hmm. you know. Okay. This other guy had the deluxe model, which is good, you know, but not legs. So I ended up getting the, the one with the legs, mm -hmm. the dolly, and I put a cabinet. They had all these tools, you know, made out of steel, different tools to use for the machines to cut. Mm -hmm. I, I put it on, and I was taking it nice and easy. I stepped on the oil, and I, I, I was underneath, and the whole thing fell on me. But it had the legs, and they just stayed in the leg while my head was like that, you know. And I, I, it didn't squash me because the legs held the, held the weight, you know. Okay, that's one thing. And then when I was younger, I had, I was fitting, I was fixing the brakes on the car. Mm -hmm. I take the, I used to, I took the, the spring up, and I was like a fool. I was underneath the spring, and it fell. But it just stayed dumping on, on my, man, it didn't hit me, it just take, yeah, it could have squashed me, you know, that thing. Because <laughs> when I took it off, I was, I was on our knees, mm -hmm. you know. Okay, that's another time, you know. And then, and then in, my, in, in the younger days, playing baseball, I went and cut a fastball, I was in the center field. I, I, I opened my hands, and by the time I closed them, the ball bumped out of my right here, and I had a ball the size of a baseball. You know, that could have cared because he's running a big ball, you know. Because another time. And then on the $11 car, you know, I raised up the hood and the thing fell on my head and put a put a scar right here. Mm -hmm. It just cleaned my head, you know. And I went to the doctors to have the stitches put on, you know. And I'm still here, you know. And that, that could have killed anybody, you know. And then driving the car, some cars lit on my the passenger side and just bend the whole thing. On the path on, on the driver's side, and he didn't hit me. He just bent the thing on the side. It just went so fast, and couldn't run. So what do you think? Yeah, what can I do? And all these things. Why do you think right? you're still here? I don't know. All these things happening, and I still <laughs> around. Yeah. And what else? Uh, now I I, I could go any faster thinking of all the bad things. Have. Oh, climbing trees and somebody chopping them down. Yeah, you're and there. Well, I, you know, it could have been. Me. Or sliding down the pipe there, I could have been, if I didn't let go, slam on the tree. Like this guy, you know, he cleaned out his nose pretty good, you know, the, the one that didn't let go. You know, and, uh, face first, you know. And then playing, uh, then shooting with the 22s, real bullets, playing cowboys, making them ricochet out of the rocks, you know. And, uh, you know. and what about? Well, I get it. You've escaped death a lot. Yeah, but I went through. But you don't know why? No. You have no idea why? All these things happened to me. They're <laughs> still around. Yeah. Well, Grandpa, like I said, I love you, and I'm glad that oh, you're around. I oh. wish I could be more straight and, and, and more more orderly to put this stuff together, you know. Well, we can do it again, but right now I'm glad you did this because 
like I said, even if we do another one and oh, I release for my radio show, yeah, at least we have this one for the family. Oh. This has all the, everything you could ever think of. You could put that picture you took the first one. That came out pretty good. Yeah. Well, trust me. I think you'll like it when I'm done with it. But yeah. if you... No, if we you could do it any other time you want. Do yeah. it again with a straight line, yeah, maybe? Yeah, whatever you want, you know. We'll well, do this it. was still good. Try it on it or that. This and is still good, Grandpa. And, uh, well, I can say... Uh, no, here. If you have one last thing to say to everybody in the family, look uh, right here. Tell them. Well, always, thank you for wasting your time with me, you know. <laughs> and... Uh, Shut up. Worst, worst uh, can describe the feeling I have that I love all of you, you know, and I always feel till the end, which don't sound good, but uh, from my heart, from the bottom of my heart, you know, I do care for everybody, and that's what I always try to be, a loving person for everybody, you know. And like my dad used to say, you know, don't ever say nothing bad about anybody if you're not going to say something good about it, you know. So keep that in your heart or your mind, and that will help you in life. You know, then thank you, and God bless all of you. <laughs> all right, Grandpa. Well, thank you for doing this. All right, I know it's been two hours. Thank you. All right, love you, Grandpa. Huh? Bye. <laughs> <laughs>